and to, to, to praise and worship the Lord with y'all way up here in northwestern Oklahoma. We way down in southeast Oklahoma, but we all Oklahoma anyway. You bet. We tried to bring y'all some rain up here, but usually we do, but it didn't work this time. Uh-uh. But if you would, go to the Lord with me. Father God, we come to you tonight thanking you again for this place that we can come together and worship you, Lord. So, Father, we're here to receive what you have for us, Lord, and everybody here tonight needs something, Lord. So just open up our ears and our hearts that we receive what you have for us, Lord. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, just heard one of my old buddies up there I used to play music with on these CDs up here. Wade White's been here before. And he and I got to be a part of a uh, of a uh, church in Texas over there. And we they, we did a live nativity scene through the woods with uh, this horse-drawn, mule-drawn wagons and this cool thing. It's been going on for 16 years now, I believe it is. And we just took our youth over there this past week, first time they'd been there, and it's really a neat deal. And... Uh, you know, it's just the nativity scene. And this week, as, as I was reading and studying and praying, and I try to do more listening than I do talking because sometimes I get, get out of whack, you know, on the wrong page. But I get these words. I just get these little words. And, and, and this, this past week, this little word's been going through my head is shepherd. Shepherd. And, and so we have these nativity scenes, and we talk about the wise men and the shepherds in the time of, of uh, the birth of Christ. Uh, we're going to be in the book of Luke, chapter 2, first is tonight. But in the Luke, chapter 2, verse about 8. Uh, I was. So I started reading, trying to trying to get a message out of this thing. The birth of Jesus. We've all heard that, hadn't we? Every Christmas, that's about the end of it. We don't hear about it anymore, really. But we hear about it. So I'm reading this thing, and in the book of Matthew, chapter two, is talking about is talking about the wise men going to bring their gifts to uh, to Jesus. Their their uh, frankincense and myrrh and incense and gold. And they brought this, these uh, treasures and these uh, precious oils to, to uh, baby Jesus. And, and uh, these scenes that we see around places, uh, the Christmas in the camp where we were, you'll see people decorating their yards, and it's beautiful, right? Because we're, we're celebrating the birth of our Savior. So some of this to me is really irrelevant, but I got a message out of it. Matthew, it talks about the, uh, the wise men. The wise men didn't see Jesus till he was nearly a year old. Huh? Maybe they didn't. But the shepherds, in Luke chapter 2, if you will, get your Bible there. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. It says, There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. That will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. There will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And I thought, man, that's so cool to me. Because a shepherd, y'all shepherds, huh? you got cattle? We cow herders, ain't we? But the shepherd was a, was a, uh, a person out there tending the sheep. And in some instances, these shepherds weren't real good people. 
they traveled across back and forth driving these sheep, getting them to, getting them to uh, where they could graze them and take care of them. And they weren't really high up on the totem pole, pecking order, you know. But God sent an angel to those people, to the shepherds. And, and so many times it's just, it's just, I'm like, thank you, God, for what he did. See, he chose, he chose the shepherds to go be the first to be able to tell the good news about Jesus. And they were excited. A great company of angels, heavenly hosts, appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, on peace, on earth, peace to men on whom his favor sits. And then the angels had left them and gone on into heaven. The shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that happened, which the Lord has told us about. These shepherds didn't jump on a ATV and smoke it across the desert. They was out here, out here tending the sheep, and they walked approximately 90 miles to Jerusalem. They walked to go see if this was true. And when they got there, it was true. And so the shepherds went back to their people and to their jobs spreading this good news that our Savior had been born. And, and, and I think, you know, God chose these people and one reason is because uh, they were the low life in, 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 the, in the ranching and for sheep herding business, sheep raising business. They were the low guys. Y'all ever been a low guy? Uh, yeah, yeah. And when we read through God's Word there's so many times, the people that God chose to use was the low people. The people that wasn't up there wearing the purple robes and had the big educations and all this power and authority. He chose the people out here, everyday people, that was in touch uh, with God's creation. And I think it's these shepherds, you know, they're out here all day, all night long. It's raining. Well, maybe. Maybe it don't rain over there. I don't know. But they're out in the elements 24-7. They understand what God created. And I, we, we see that, don't we, us country folks? You know, you get out there in your pasture, and it's dark, and there's stars everywhere. You drive up in the town, you can't see one. They had touch, they were more in touch with nature. And these shepherds, they were known to be honest people. They were known to be messengers because they had to communicate with other other sheep herders. Is hey, where's the best grass at? Where's the water at? What are we going to? How do we get over there? How do we do these things? So God chose people that's out here in the real world doing real stuff to do something real for the world. And I, I think, man, that is so awesome to me that that God chooses those people because sometimes we think we're not good enough. Anybody? Huh? We think we're not good enough. And I look at this thing and, and I say to myself, it's not about how good I am. It's about how available I am. It's how available I am to God. How do I how much do I trust him? How how do I how am I gonna follow him? And these these uh shepherds, the neat thing is the some of the most famous shepherds in the Bible was one was in the Old Testament was Amos, huh? Yeah, the patriarchs, Abraham, Abraham, Moses. Moses started out as a sheep herder, and here's one that just blows me away: King David, huh? King David 
was a sheep herder. And he was also a guy that was pretty tough with a slingshot and a rock. <laughs> huh? Huh? Yeah. So we, we got these, we get sometimes, we get, we get embedded in our minds that you know what? If you're not this and this and this and this, you can't do this. And then I keep reminding myself all for the two weeks. I've just been like, this is so cool to me personally, so I, I hope I can get it to you. You know what? I'm a shepherd, and I'm good with that. I worked on a ranch one time. I was needing a real bad job. So I went to this guy, and I said, I want to be a, I need a cowboy job. And he said, do you drive a tractor? I said, no, sir, I'm a cowboy. <laughs> And he said, okay. Well, I work about two years on this ranch, cowboy, a background in a lot of cattle. And one, one day, the guy that was the farmer hand couldn't make it. He was off. So they came and found me and wanted me to come drive the tractor to finish planting this, whatever they was planting. I said, I told y'all I was a cowboy. He said, you can get on that tractor or you can get out of here. I said, yes, sir, I'm gone. And I left. And for the, flat, for the past 14 years of my life, God made a farmer out of me. I go around slinging seeds everywhere about Jesus, huh? Ain't that awesome? And we think we ain't worthy. We think we got to be a king. We got to be an educated guru. We got to do all this stuff. No disrespect to any of those people. But we are God's tools. Paul Mayer said, a historian, he said, considering shepherds of the Christ Christmas story, resorting to symbolisms, the shepherd stood for the cross-sectional average Judean, quite literally, the man on the night shift. Anybody ever worked night shift? Huh? Oh, yeah. That's where you're going to go when you're a newcomer, Right. You're going on a night shift. He said shepherds had a difficult job that earned no rank in society at all. They were just low people. And God came to them. And when they had seen him, this is Luke 15, 17, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told and isn't that awesome that, that, that we today we're seeing some things happen today in our world that God had already said was going to happen are we huh so it's, it's for us. I really do think it's for us. It's time for the church to become shepherds. All of us, uh, every one of us are to be, he says, to be, be priests, uh, to be a shepherd, to be out here and be a worker. And I, I think that it's time for, for the church to stand up and to, and to fulfill the, the, uh, the, the task that God's put before us. And to our shepherd is, what's a shepherd do? You know, uh, us old cowmen, we know what we do with cattle, don't we? You know, we, we take care of them, we feed them, we doctor them, we, we move them back and forth to pastures and make sure they're in good shape. And that's what a shepherd does. The, the, these shepherds out there in those days, they had the same task, the same job the, to nurture their animals, to care for them, to feed them, and to go find the lost ones. It's awesome to me. And as a Christian... You know, I, we have a church, and I know we have some people that love the Lord. 
but they ain't they ain't about to walk out there and find a lost sheep nowhere. Huh? And churches have that going on. I do believe it. And the church, you know, churches have come come down to a place where it's it's to me it's like it's an old Elvis Presley song, you know. It's now or never. <laughs> huh? I mean, it's time for the church to stand up and be who we say we are. It's time, you know, there's going to be a, set, there's a separation going on right now. I don't know if what has, has affected y'all up here in this country, but I can tell you down in our country, there's a separation going on. There is a cleansing, there's a purging going on in churches right now. And I do believe it, just like the conversation I had with the gentleman right there a while ago. God's told that guy, what's his name? Habakkuk, Habakkuk, all the time, the trouble he was having, he said, wait, wait, I'm fixing to do something so big you would not believe it if I told you, just wait. And I'm telling you, I just know we're at that place right now because I see the, I see the darkness over here jumping up and down, think they're confident in something, and I feel the Holy Spirit moving across our country and doing some great things right now. You just ain't going to see it on a newspaper. But you can get involved in it. So a church, what are we supposed to do? A church. Y'all got any bickering going on in your church? Good. Because what I've read in the Bible, I have not found nowhere in the Bible where it says, all right, church people, get together and beat the whoopee out of each other. I ain't seen it nowhere. I ain't seen it nowhere in the Bible where it says, oh, y'all come together and just be backstabbers and gossipers and liars. I ain't seen that nowhere. But I have seen this. Nurture one another. Lift one another up in the good, in the bad, in the ugly, in the, in the wet, in the dry. Nurture one another. Care for the church. It ain't talking about a building, Right? He said, care for the church. Care for the church. Feed the believers spiritually and the lost with spiritual food. Protect those in the church and go seek the lost sheep in the world. Man, we have a task. The world may look at us as shepherds, but God looks at us as princes and princes royalty in his family that he's called out to do his work. And if you will turn with me to John chapter 21. John chapter 21. I'll get there in a minute. Get there in a minute. John chapter 21 about verse 15. <laughs> You know, uh, we, we remember the story that Jesus was telling his disciples when he was going to go to Jerusalem for the last time. Huh? He said, it's time, basically. And Peter, are any of y'all Peters? Huh? Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I am. I'm, I can't help it. <laughs> you know, Peter's like, uh-uh. No, they ain't going to come get you. No, Lord, uh-uh. We're going to whoop up on them. We're going to hide you. We're gonna... No, they ain't going to get you. And what did Jesus say? Does anybody remember? Jesus said, get behind these Satan. Huh? He said, get behind these Satan. So Satan comes at us all the time, and that's who we're fighting. And then Jesus was talking to Peter before 
uh, before this, and he told Peter that he would deny him three times. Jesus told Peter, he said, you'll deny me three times. And he did. He did. Have we ever denied Jesus in our lives? You know, doesn't mean maybe we said he don't exist, but maybe it means that we just ignore the Holy Spirit trying to keep us from doing something and we deny it and we go on. Peter denied Jesus three times. And in the book of John, chapter 21, <laughs> Jesus was such a cool guy to make things happen. And he said, after they'd been eating fish, they'd been trying to catch some fish, and they couldn't get it done. And this was the third time Jesus had appeared to his to his guys, and uh, he told them to throw their net on the other side and to fill it up. And in chapter 21, verse 15, he said, When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? And Peter said, Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. And again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? And Peter said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said, take care of my sheep. And the third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was hurt because Jesus had asked him three times, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. This is just powerful to me personally, people. I hope it is to you. Peter denied Jesus three times. And Jesus gave Peter three opportunities to be forgiven. Right there. Do you love me? Yes, I do love you, Lord. Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time. He said, you know I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. And Jesus wasn't telling Peter to jump on his four-wheeler and run out yonder to the pasture and take care of his sheep. Jesus was telling Peter, you go take care of my church. You take care of my people. And that's what he's telling us. He's telling us to take care of his people, to nurture one another, to care for one another, to feed one another, to go out and find the lost and bring them back to him. Again, it was just interesting to me that the kings... The wise men went to find Jesus after they had been called by Herod to go find him. And they, they, they went and took their gifts. And what did Herod want to do? He wanted to know where Jesus was so that they could go kill him. So these three wise men, they go. And when they saw this baby, an angel came to them and changed their life. Huh? They didn't obey Herod. They, they obeyed the angel that was sent to them. They obeyed the spirit that was put in them through God our Father. They obeyed that. They went different directions and scattered out and went into the three continents of the world at times spreading the gospel. But the shepherds is the ones who got it all started. 
And I think that is such a strong message for us. If you're here and you feel like you're not worthy, I want to tell you something. Well, you need to do what Jesus did to Peter. You need to say, get behind me, Satan. I am a shepherd. I am a warrior. I am a child of God. You got no place here. You don't belong here. You can't live here. If you don't know the Lord, maybe tonight would be a, a time that you would uh, would want to do that. And and you know, in the Book of Romans, is such a such a cool th- thing for me personally, and I hope it is for you. It's for everybody. But in Romans chapter ten, he says, "The word is near you. It's near your mouth, and it's near your heart. And, and if you speak that Jesus Christ is Lord, you believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, then you will be saved." Amen. You pray that prayer, and I don't care what nobody tells you, okay? Because if there is a Bible written that is properly written and translated properly, every any Bible you pick your hands up is going to have that same Scripture. It's not a hoax. It's not a gimmick. It's not something, well, that little prayer you said don't work. That is a lie. Huh? You got it? Because I have to think this right here. Those, those, those shepherds out there in those fields, they was, some of them guys was pretty roguey. You know, old cowboys, sometimes we pretty roguey, ain't we? You out there busting those MOF1 cross cows out of the brush and that stuff, you kind of roguey. But I just can imagine this right here. Can you imagine that, that God sent an angel to these shepherds and told them to go because the Savior of the world is going to be born and they want you to go see that and they go see that and they're like, my lands, look. And that's what they said. He said it was going to happen and there it is. And they jumping up and down and turning flips. What happened to us? What happened to church? You know, we ought to be jumping up and down. Because the birth of our Savior, and He's living today. He's here, the Spirit of Him. And you know, these guys had to go back to their camps, and they probably pulled all their buddies in and said, Man, you ain't going to believe what I saw. You ain't going to believe what I saw. I saw this little baby in a manger. Look here, he wasn't born in the Hilton. Huh? He wasn't. He was in a little old crib because there wasn't no room for him. But I can imagine these guys go back and say, man, cause can you imagine walking up to a to a barn and opening the door and there's baby Jesus laying down there in the crib? Can you imagine the spirit that was in that place? Huh? And these guys run back to their jobs telling their people telling their messengers and that's one reason God chose them because they were messengers we are chosen messengers each and every one of us we all got something don't we I thank the Lord for choosing me how about you huh we're blessed people so don't be intimidated by Someone that's wearing a shiny, a shiny hat. If you got on a dirty hat, don't question some people if they don't look like they're worthy, because we are we all worthy. He said, because we're all His children. And I think in this time we're here in our country, people, it's time for us to stand on our street corners and holler and "Happy Birthday, Jesus." 
it's time for us to stand up and say, my Savior is risen and my Savior, he is, he is here and he's coming back. I think it's time for us to go out and be messengers and tell the people, go find the lost people. I think it's time that churches hug on each other and help each other and come together as a family as God put it out here in his word right here for us to be. And I think that's for all. We got to drop names. We got to drop all this stuff. And we got we to gotta be these people. He claimed, called us to be followers of Jesus Christ, shepherds, not listening, don't look to the left, not looking to the right, not listening to people beating you up, but listen to the people who lift you up. Don't, be, don't, don't follow the people that, you know, why, 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 did the, why did these shepherds have to be out there for sheep? You know, the only thing, the only thing dumber than a sheep is a man. Huh? Sheep's a dumb animal. And it's like, Dad Gum, Lord, are you calling me a sheep? Yeah, I did. <laughs> why? Because you're dumb. That's why. And we got to have shepherds. He is the great shepherd. Huh? So we want to be careful who we follow. At least we jump off a cliff like a, like a herd of sheep would do and kill every one of them. And I'm telling you, there's wolves everywhere right now running around in sheep cloth. Huh? They try to get in churches. They get they already in our schools. They trying to in our government. They trying to get in and dig in the whole way. But we gonna do what? We're gonna rebuke it all in the name of Jesus. And we're gonna guard the flock. We're gonna guard one another for his glory. Because he's fixing to do something so big, we're not gonna believe it until it happens. Amen. Amen. Go, Lord, with me. Father God, thank you for this time, this family, Lord. Father, that your words would, would grow us up, Lord, that your word will strengthen us up, will stand us up, Lord, that your word will, will help us be aware of who we are and where we are and what you have for us, Lord, that, that when you send us, we go and, and the job is accomplished for your glory. Father, I lift this church up to you for the great things that you've got for them. Lord, just, just send the angels of protection around them, Lord. Kick the doors wide open. It may be shut to them, holding them back, Father. Just knock them down right now for your glory. And Lord, just great things happen here for your glory, Father. And someone don't know you tonight, Lord, I, I just pray that, uh, that you touch them, Lord, and uh, they'll come out of that lost herd and get into the found herd, Father. We just love you and ask this in your holy name. Amen. If uh, someone needs prayer, you can go back up there, I believe they said. Thank you very much. I don't know.